Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. Hi, Dustin Hawkinsmith here from Penn Live with your Penn State Talking Points for Monday, August 15th. Busy day here to kick off the week midway through Penn State's summer preseason camp. Got news on Monday starting from Matt Zenitz from AL.com that Penn State freshman defensive end Ken Talley has entered the NCAA transfer portal. He is a freshman standing at 6'2", 238 pounds. Had just arrived, really, was the final member of the 2022 class to make his way to campus. He opts to leave midway through his first camp. Obviously hasn't played a down in a Penn State uniform. So we're not sure yet what went down or what uh, Ken Talley saw or didn't see from his opportunity at Penn State. But he is off, um, presumably, to, to transfer elsewhere for his collegiate career. He's a former four-star prospect from Northeast High School in Philadelphia. Uh, one of two true freshman defensive ends in that rotation. Uh, Deny Dennis Sutton, the five-star from McDonough in Maryland, was the other one. Uh, Ken Talley was listed, depending on where you looked, as an edge rusher, linebacker, or, def- or defensive end. Penn State had him start his career at defensive end. He was one of three guys kind of cornerstone players from Philadelphia in this class, joining linebacker Keon Wiley, who's from Imhotep, and linebacker Abdul Carter, who's from LaSalle College. I think looking back um, through the 2022 recruiting cycle, Ken Talley was really a fixture in this class. He committed in September 2020. Things started to go sideways a little bit. Penn State had some decommitments and some uncertainty, but Ken Talley was one of those guys who was binding the class together and stayed uh, pretty strong in his commitment the whole way through, which makes his early departure pretty surprising. But, you know, in the game of recruiting, I don't think anything can really be counted as a, as a huge surprise, but for him to, to leave just two weeks into his Penn State career certainly is a bit of a shock. Uh, leaves them, you know, maybe in a little bit extra need of a defensive end in the 23 class maybe, but Penn State is in pretty sound position there at defensive end. Otherwise, they've got some young guys in that rotation. They'll be okay there, but it's kind of time to move on with Ken Talley opting to transfer elsewhere for his Penn State career. Moving on, looking ahead to Penn State in the 2022 season, the AP poll came out on Monday. And just like the coaches poll from the previous week, Penn State is unranked. Uh, They got the fourth most votes in the AP poll among unranked teams, putting them unofficially as the number 29 team in the country. Just like with the coaches poll, this is the first time since 2016 that Penn State is unranked going into a season. And maybe if you can draw some similarities there, not too bad of a situation. Penn State went on to win its only Big Ten title of the James Franklin era that season. Got off to a bit of a slow start and got hot 
um, in the second half of the season. Went on to win that Big Ten title. Beat Ohio State that season. Beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game. And then went on to lose to USC uh, in the Rose Bowl. The uh, It's a prove-it season for Penn State. I don't think there's any way around that one. They were 7-6 and six last year. Had some disastrous type games. Notably, that 9-overtime debacle at home against Illinois. They were 4-5 and five the previous se- season. Started that year with five straight losses before they came back and won four in a row. And Penn State looked to be on a pretty good trajectory early in the year before hitting the road for Iowa and having Sean Clifford go down with an injury. He wasn't really 100%, uh, it would appear, for most of the rest of the season, including that Illinois game where things really got away from this Penn State team. So they've also got a tough September schedule, which I'm not sure if that factors into being ranked versus not ranked, but it can't hurt uh, in terms of how viewers, how, how pollsters view this team. You go, start off the season September 1st at Purdue, which is a tricky matchup to start the year. Also go to Auburn on September 17th. So you have that those couple matchups. One of the more challenging, especially when you, you factor in the road element, one of the more challenging schedules in the Big Ten. Penn State obviously has questions coming off that 7-6 and six season. The offensive line underachieved. The running game struggled very, very badly. Didn't have a lot of balance on offense, and you saw that show up in a number of different ways. Uh, Sean Clifford was under pressure. They were behind the chains a lot, off schedule, not able to not only uh, gain big plays in the running game, but really just do the basic necessities to keep the offense running. You look on the defensive side, too, you're replacing a lot of firepower there. Two starting linebackers, Brandon Smith and Ellis Brooks. Derek Tangelo, uh, the defensive tackle. You got two starters gone at defensive end, and and, uh, Jesse Lucchetta and Arnold Ebicady. And then you've got safety Jaquan Brisker, who's also off to the NFL. So some questions up the middle of the Penn State defense. That unit does have a lot of firepower back, specifically in the secondary and then you look at Sean Clifford, the, the Penn State quarterback, back for his fourth season, his second season with the same offensive coordinator ever in his career. So there are some positives there and some good ways to view this Penn State offense when you factor in you know, really a trio of really good wide receivers, a trio of really good tight ends, and some reason to believe the running game will be rejuvenated. So we'll see what happens. They're flying under the radar a little bit, and for good reason after going 7-6 and six last year and 11-11 and 11 the previous two seasons. Welcome to Curaleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Curaleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Shifting over to recruiting, Penn State got its quarterback in the 2023 class on Friday. Everything looked to be headed in this direction with Jackson Smolik, who is a three-star pro-style passer from Iowa. He was previously committed to Tulane. He backed away from that commitment, and then not too long after that announced he was committing to Penn State, felt a comfort level on campus, got that big-time offer that was lacking in his recruitment for so long. Uh, Penn State had a 
quarterback on board of Marcus Stokes, who ultimately flipped to Florida a few weeks ago. So they were in the market for a quarterback. It didn't seem to take that long for Jackson Smolok to be at the top of their list. He's a three-star consensus player, but you look at his game and and some you see some elements where he might just be undervalued on the national recruiting front. He expressed admiration for Trace McSorley and his playing style, and I think you could draw some comparisons here. I think uh, Jackson Smolik is an underrated athlete. Uh, not quite the same as as Trace McSorley. He's a little bit bigger, a little bit more of a traditional passer than McSorley was coming out of Virginia a while back. Uh, he's been rising since the Elite 11 Finals when he was a substitute and really held his own against the top college pa- or co- top high school passers in the country. I like his arm. He's always looking to throw. Even when he's scrambling, he seems to be a playmaker at the position. He gets high praise from his coach for the way that he goes about his business. Uh, he made easy throws look easy, which I think is something you can undervalue uh, in a quarterback. He was smooth and confident, and he delivered the ball on time where it needed to be. I think those are all good building blocks in this class. And, you know, being a quarterback coming in in 2023 is a challenging position. I think getting a guy like Jackson Smolik, who is underrated, who might have a chip on his shoulder after you get a five-star in Drew Aller and another quarterback in Bo Perbola in the 2022 class, you needed somebody just like this to come in and accept and embrace the challenge of falling in uh, behind these two quarterbacks in the 22 class. Good developmental guy. Probably undervalued, might have a chance to see his national profile elevated, especially now that he's on board with Penn State and a Power 5 program. Ken Talley wasn't the only player to defect from the Penn State program over the past few days. Keziah Holmes, a veteran running back, uh, practiced on Wednesday and was no longer on Penn State's roster by Saturday. Uh, a bit of a surprise in the way that it went down, but if you look at that running back room, it's not that hard to see that somebody was going to be the odd man out, and the odds are that we're going to be that Keziah Holmes was going to be that guy. If you look at the two true freshmen who arrived in, in Katron Allen and Nick Singleton, they've really forced their way in, likely into the rotation. And if they did that, Kevon Lee wasn't going anywhere, and neither was Devin Ford. In all likelihood, Keziah Holmes would have been the number five guy on the depth chart again, and this would be after redshirting last season. He played a little bit in 2020 because he had to. Penn State was down so many backs, but now he's uh, coming off a redshirt season. Didn't really see the opening, it would appear, that he wanted from that running back position. So now he will, in all likelihood, be pursuing other options. He's a former four-star prospect from Florida. He's got a nice package of physical tools. Just hadn't all come together yet. And uh, it's one of the sort of give-and-take situations of having so much depth at running back. It's hard to make that number four, number five guy happy when you're really just leaning on, in all likelihood, three running backs to get the job done. We don't know yet how that rotation is going to unfold. We know that uh, Kevon Lee has been the team's leading rusher for the past two years. We know that Nick Singleton is a former five-star player from Governor Mifflin, the reigning Gatorade National Player of the Year. He's been impressing his teammates and coaches since he got on campus in January. And the same thing for uh, Katron Allen, who was a four-star from IMG Academy in Florida. Then you throw in Devin Ford, who is bound to play some kind of change of pace role at the very least. He's a formerly highly regarded prospect as well. 
Not many opportunities to go around. It would look like Keziah Holmes was going to get very, very few, if any, of those opportunities this fall. So he will take his talents elsewhere. We'll be tracking here on Penn Live where he might end up and what his rationale was for leaving. Uh, but uh, all the writing on, was on the wall there that Keziah Holmes likely wasn't going to be satisfied with his role in 2022. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. As always, be sure to follow along the daily Penn State podcast from Penn Live. Those can be found anywhere podcasts are. Everything else we do is available at PennLive.com slash Penn State Football. We'll see you next time here on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cure Leaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.